So what's up, y'all? So many of y'all already know that I have a lot more interest in politics and life and speaking with fellow writers and authors and just other people in other fields that I think are amazing. I have a love and interest for music as well. Now, I don't necessarily create music. Well, I do make beats. Y'all should check them out whenever I share them on social media. Follow me on Twitter, Facebook, all that. But I'm talking about... uh. And dedicated podcast where I speak about music. So if you like my honest discussions about whatever I talk about here, you're going to love the honest discussions I have about music over at the My Two Cents podcast. That is a podcast I do, a weekly podcast. I've been doing it just as long as this podcast that you're listening to right now. The My Two Cents podcast can be found anywhere you're listening to this podcast. Go over, subscribe to My Two Cents Podcast. That is the word My Two Cents is spelled numerically dollar sign zero dot zero two podcast. Right after that, you'll be able to find it everywhere you're listening to this podcast. Once again, go over, subscribe to the My Two Cents Podcast. New episodes every Monday, just like this podcast. Now let's get back to the show. What's up, y'all? It's your man, Ernest, or you love Ernest, same guy, different name, back again with another episode of Ernest Thoughts Podcast. So, this is a topic that I meant to talk about last week um, because I saw the movie Internals, Eternals, um, was it a week of? Either or, it was recently. <laughs> It was recently when I saw it. I didn't see it opening night, but I did see it uh, last week or the weekend before it was on the weekend. It wasn't during the week. Um, so I wanted to talk about it. And I, for before I get into the topic or whatever, or just my review and my thoughts about the movie and all that, maybe some of y'all, maybe one of y'all, but I... I know I had a podcast where I reviewed movies and TV shows. It was called the Season Premiere Podcast. I deleted that podcast. I stopped doing that podcast only for, well, for two reasons. One, it wasn't like I wasn't getting as many views on that podcast as it was this podcast, as it was my other podcast. And I figured I'm putting in all this work and... Not getting many many views. Yeah, that was kind of frustrating. Also, the other aspect of... I had too much shit on my plate. Again, I got this podcast. And then I have the My Two Cents podcast. Both these podcasts, by the way, been going on for lo- much longer than the season premiere podcast. I started the season premiere podcast in 2020. And... You know, it hasn't been even a full year since I had that podcast. Now, will I pick it back up in the future? It's likely once I free things up, once production and everything else, and maybe if I actually get a team of people to help me out with some stuff, it's likely that's going to make a return because I do see myself uh, picking things back up that I've done in the past Um, because I don't want to do away with you know, some things, it wasn't like I didn't enjoy doing that podcast. I mean, I, in a way it was kind of annoying that I had to 
be on top of a lot of shows. I was reviewing a lot of shows and I want to do movies as well. Now, that does not mean I'm going to start just doing reviews on movies and every show that I watch here. Absolutely not. It's just I feel as though if I have something to say about it's going to be about a movie pretty much. But if I have something to say about a movie or maybe an episode of one of the shows that I'm watching or so. Um, and it goes along with the topics that I typically talk about here on the podcast, then yeah, I'm going to discuss about it. But I just wanted to make that announcement for those who are like, well, we haven't gotten a new episode of the season premiere podcast in a couple of weeks. Also, I can't find the podcast anywhere. What happened to it? Did, you know, Warner Brothers take it down because they got tired of you trashing their shit or something? Did DC take it down because they got tired of you trashing their movies or whatever? Nah, it was me. It was all me, me, me. I took it down because, it, again, I'm, I'll am i be starting. But the Monday that you're li- you might be listening to this episode is the same Monday I start. Uh, school again. That's number one. I also work, so I have to work that Monday. And then I got my own personal work because the only reason why I have a job outside of doing my own personal work is so I can afford money to pay rent and to fund my own personal goals. That's that's pretty much it. I ain't working because that's what adults have to fucking do. Absolutely not. So, with that being said, I got a lot on my plate, It's what I'm saying. You see me starting my email list, so once I start to get clients there, that's going to take up some time. I had to think about, okay, if I want to, and and again, I want to start certain things that I did in the past back up. So, I had to think about what is here to stay and what is going to go. Season Premiere Podcast was the thing that had to go. For now. Again, it might be something I pick back up in the future. I don't like doing timelines on things. So I'm not going to give a timeline of, okay, in the future at this year, this time. No. It's just one of those situations where it's like, you know what? I have the time. I have the resources. I have the feeling because I'm not just going to pick it back up just because I have to feel like it. But it's like I have the time, resources, and feeling to do so. I'm going to do it. That could be next year. That could be a a year or two from now or more. It could be never. Who knows? But this podcast is still here. And you're listening to the Earnest Thoughts podcast. So I'm going to talk about the Eternals movie like I stated before. Um, Don't expect me to talk about every single movie ever. But like I said... I just felt as though this would be one of the more interesting topics. And I have a lot to say about this movie. Let me start off by saying this movie absolutely sucked. Um, I'm not going to... Here's the thing. Marvel versus DC. Marvel all day. I'm putting it that way. I never wanted to take a side in the past. Um, And a lot of the things that people, you know, pin against one another. I don't like taking sides because I feel as though... You know, it just groups you into a certain group. And if anybody knows me, y'all know that I 
if I'm going to group, if I'm going to be in a group, I'm going to group myself into it. Now, I know people group themselves into Marvel versus DC. It's just, I, 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 I now see where, where people are coming from on the Marvel side. Although Marvel, I do agree with some DC folks when they say Marvel just steals from DC. Eternals was a, was, was, was an example of that. Um, but that doesn't make DC any better still. It's, it just doesn't. But this movie absolutely sucked. You know, Marvel production, DC, whatever. I'm not. I'm going to keep it real. This movie absolutely sucked. Why did it suck? Well, I thought that... And I'll talk about... I'll expound more on this as the notes go by. I'm going to go in order of from when I wrote, the, wrote it. But I thought the story could have been a lot better. Could have been a lot more focused on something that could have been a lot better. Character development was lacking and missing. Um, and what I mean by that is there should have been a backstory. This this movie, this Eternal movie, could have been part two or should have been part two. Again, I'll expound on that. And part one should have been, you know, an introduction or whatever. Again, I'll expound on all of that. Um, the conflict was just... I felt like they were trying to go somewhere with this whole idea of love being the reason why people do things, even things that might be seem to be done out of, you know, even negative things. But yeah, it didn't, it wasn't that deep. Now, if I'm following my notes after I wrote down this movie sucked, I thought that the creators of this movie, everybody involved in it, thought that they would escape criticism by having a diverse cast. Yeah, y'all really, first of all, I'm black, so that whole, I'm a black person that doesn't need white validation uh, or doesn't need to be told what is good or bad by white folks, therefore, this whole idea that let's just make a movie for the white liberal and then everybody else who, you know, wants to want, who, who, who values the white liberal, they're going to think it's good. Nah, it doesn't work on me. The, the, the diverse cast did not make me say, Oh, I like this movie or it's not, it's not one of the positive, (laughs) I guess, things that I have to say about this movie. In fact, I didn't write anything positive about this movie. Now, if I had to rate it like I rate my albums out of 10, if you want to know how I rate albums and hear me rate albums, listen to the My Two Cents podcast. But if I had to rate this movie out of 10, I would give it a 4 out of 10. Now, it's not a 0. <laughs> but it's not anything that's passing either. Obviously, but if I had to think of anything positive about this film, um, damn, I guess it was a valid attempt. I'm going to put it that way. I think it was a, I won't say valid. It was an attempt. Nonetheless, it was an attempt nonetheless to make something good. It just was a bad movie. 
but the attempt was there and therefore i don't know why but i'm like you know what four out of ten is that's just how i'm feeling um but yeah as i was saying before the whole diverse cast that it's not it's it it doesn't wow me i'm not one of those oh my god diversity oh my god like if the shit's trash i don't care how diverse the cast is i don't care if you got black white indian asian irish deaf people uh you know handicapped people if the, if the shit sucks it sucks i'm not going to say it doesn't suck because you can't say that this person ha- it cannot walk this person cannot speak this person cannot, no, this person is this race, this person is this sexuality, nah, the shit sucked, and it didn't suck because of the diversity, it sucked because the writing, the storytelling, and everything else sucked about it, it just sucks that you got a bunch of diverse people in this sucky ass film, <laughs> that's what it is, um, Next on the list as to why I dislike this movie or the next thing I have to say. This movie was long for no reason other than the fact, other than to fool people into thinking it was good. You know, the Marvel movies, you know, the end games and all this other stuff. Those movies were long, but they were actually good. I felt as though this was trying to have that same type of effect. Two hours and... 30-some minutes or 40-some minutes, two hours nonetheless, over two hours, almost three hours, um, but over two hours. And I think, again, the the effect of that was supposed to give this idea that, oh my God, it's so long, just like Endgame, and then give people this nostalgia of, of, of Endgame and, um, you know, Hopefully, those emotions will 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 go into this film because it's a Marvel film, and they made references of you know in game and all that other stuff, or just other events that happen within the Marvel universe. They also mentioned DC characters as well and shit. Uh, took their jabs at DC, but um, the simple fact of the matter is they. I felt as though this movie was long because they wanted to give off this impression that, oh, it's a long one. You're going to have to pay attention because it's really great when in actuality, a long movie that is terrible just pisses me the hell off. It really does. Um, Also, um, even long, good ones. It's like, all right, if it's long, but it doesn't get good until if it's a two hour movie, but it doesn't really get good until the, you know, final hour and 40 or 30 some minutes and it's like this could have been a movie right here this one hour 30 minute movie right here this could have been it this first hour was trash or the first 45 minutes was just a bore you know what i'm saying um but yeah it was that and the simple fact like i said before this they focused a lot on shit that they should have done like this could have been rewritten to be this could have been rewritten because 
this should have been the second Eternal. If there's another Eternal movie coming out, this should have been it. Now they're taking time to create another one, supposedly, allegedly, or whatever. When it's like, no, the time you took to write this movie should have been the time to develop what I think should have been Eternal 1. Where you actually look into the characters. You get an introduction about what's going on, who's who, where's what, right? That's one of the uh, great things I believe Guardians of the Galaxy did was before they continued on with their sequels, they actually gave you a backstory about, you know, Peter Quill, the other characters in the Guardians and stuff. You actually got that within the first movie. And then the second movie, it's like, okay, you know these characters. You either love them, you hate them, you feel however you feel about them. Now here's the second movie. Let's go on with that. And I believe there's another one coming out. I, again, I don't stay too much up on the news. I get I get notifications, people tell me, but I don't I don't be remembering all of that shit. I got shit to do. As I've stated at the top of this episode, I got a lot of shit on my plate. I don't got time to be worrying about or thinking about what is being released or whatever if it's not my main mission to talk about them now once i see ads for things this that and the third yeah absolutely i'm gonna chime in on them and i'm gonna watch them and shit right um for my downtime of course but until then i got work to do so with that being said um well with what i was being saying before about the gardens of the galaxy and stuff how I'm relating it to the Eternals um, is because I felt as though that the the writers of the Eternals especially should have taken that lesson from the creators of the Guardians of the Galaxy. Now, just because they're both Marvel films, I don't think that they have the same writing team. If they do, though, I don't understand. I would be... It'd be kind of disappointing because it's like y'all made two good films with the Eternals, not with the Eternals, absolutely not, with the Guardians. Two really good films with the Guardians of the Galaxy, but you didn't follow your same formula. Great. I I understand it. Different team, different people, yada, yada, yada. I get it. That doesn't mean you would have to change up the formula unless the formula that you're going to change it up with made sense and it didn't make sense for this first film again it was hard to be attached to any of the characters any of them i didn't feel any attachment to any of them if i had to choose one character that i liked it is and i don't mean this to be offensive it's because i don't remember now i know i could probably look up her name i don't want to take the time to look up her name but it is the the death girl the girl who needs to speak with sign language not only because she's a gorgeous woman, but she was character-wise, although I didn't know much about her either, character-wise to me, you know, Marvel Flash, I'm going to put it that way, female Flash, let me put it, that's what I'm going to call her, female Flash, all right? Instead of the death woman, I'm going to call her female Flash. So, female Flash was cool, better than the male Flash or the original Flash, which is a DC character. Um... This is one of the examples where Marvel stole from DC. Um, and all the both the examples actually came within this movie. 
you had the dude, uh, Icarus, I think his name, he was supposed to be this, he was supposed to be Superman without a cape, basically. Literally, he was Superman without a cape. He looked just like the dude who will play Superman. He floated like Superman. He shot laser out of his eyes like Superman. Just a different color like Superman. Different color than Superman. Let me put it that way. Not different. Yet. Still a white guy. But he was supposed to be... And they made comments about that. They knew what the hell they was doing with his character. I don't wear a cape. And you just as corny as Superman. So... Yeah, there's that. I don't think Superman's that corny, though. Uh, I'll, I'll take that back. I do all this DC trash talking, but I think Superman is one of the more redeemable characters of the DC universe. One. Not not all of them. One. Status Shock is still my favorite. Uh, Black Lightning, he just... He, that, that series just fucked it all the way up for me. For him. So, yeah. Anyways, um, and I always thought it was weird that Black Lightning and Static Shock are pretty much the same, um, person in the same universe made by the same, well, well, made by the same people, DC. I always thought that was weird. They pretty much made the same superhero, but in two different black men. I'm not hating but I just thought it was confusing. It's like, why not just carry on the Static Shock story instead of creating Black Lightning? Although Black Lightning is much older than Virgil. Jefferson Jefferson Pierce, or yeah, I believe that was his name, is much older than uh, Virgil. But at the same time, they're the same character. Ugh. Anyways, back to Marvel. In this terribly waste of a time movie, waste of money, by the way, I wasted a lot of money on this bullshitty movie. Um, and I did so because I paid a dollar. Don't, don't, before I get to it, don't be, you're mad over a dollar. Let me explain. AMC is doing this deal where you could watch, I believe, like three movies for a month for a dollar, right? some shit what in their packages their package is usually around like 22 23 dollars a month but they're doing a special deal for i believe this month in november where you can get that for a dollar right after i watched eternals i canceled it now this is my fault i guess for not reading the fine print but i had to pay a cancellation fee of 40 fucking six dollars I think it was like forty two dollars forty two something and forty six cents either or forty damn dollars it's pretty much what I paid to watch this shit ass movie now even people who like this movie I know for a fact y'all not going to admit that this movie was worth forty fucking dollars hell would you have paid twenty two dollars to watch this movie I don't know how many other people knew about the deal. There was an ad for the deal. And it was some long ass fucking ads. This movie was long as hell because ads it, galore, motherfucker. Like, goddamn. Anyways, one of the ads, one of the 500 ads they showed before they actually played this movie 
was the actual deal. And I'm sitting there like, okay, now y'all know about it. I know about it. Therefore, I don't know. I don't know if other people just, they paid a dollar to see it. And I'm not saying I would have liked this movie had I paid, had I not canceled, paid a cancellation fee of 40 some dollars and only paid that $1 to see it. It would still be a, uh, a trash ass movie that I wasted a dollar on. And I'd still be mad that I wasted that dollar on. But I paid $42 plus that dollar. So $43 to see this trash ass movie. And it wasn't worth it at all. Um, now, next point. The story could have been better in these ways. And I have a list of ways right here. Number one, as I was saying, with character development, this Eternal movie should have been part two. Now, I'm not saying it would have been a good movie because this was a bad movie. It would have been a good part two, but at least it would have made sense. Hell, maybe it probably would be decent, probably be at least a five or a six, although that's not really decent, you know, Um, or at least a five is not decent, but at least it would have been higher than a four out of ten. But again, they wanted us to have some emotional connection to these boring ass, dry ass, nothing ass characters that we knew nothing about or knew very little about based on the movie. And it wasn't every single character. And again, this was a movie that was damn near three hours and they didn't take the time, any of that three damn hours or so, or two, two, almost three hours, over two hours to try to develop the characters to make us feel any way about them, their backstory, this, that, and the third. I had no idea Angelina Joan Lee's character. I I was confused as to why she was having those manic attacks. They were revealed it a little bit in the movie. She was under some, what's it called? I don't know, the winger spell? Uh, I, I don't know. But it was just weird. And the movie was all over the damn place, too. Let me put it that way. It was all over the place and not even in a good way. Some things are all over the place. It's like, it's ridiculously good. But at the same time, it's like, nah, fam. Like, this was one of those situations where it was all over the place and very frustrating. And this is before I ended up wasting 40 fucking dollars on the cancellation because I did that after I got out the movie. I didn't after the movie ended after I got out the theater. Right? Um, I didn't do that while I was watching. You know, I'm a respectful watcher when I go to the movie theaters. By the way, I don't put my phone out. If it's vibrating, I get up. I leave the theater, or at least go in that little hallway area. You know, or I may, mainly just leave the theater or leave the room. Really, go near the bathrooms and you know whatever. Um, but I don't have my phone on. I'm not scrolling through nothing and shit. That's just me. I'm just bragging about how I watch a movie theater. So you ever in the theater with me, you never have to worry about me interrupting your viewer experience because I'm just watching a film. I paid, I didn't pay to text motherfuckers. I paid to watch a film. That's just how I roll. So with that being said, what I was saying before, again, uh, they could have taken time to develop the characters. They didn't. This Eternal movie should have been Eternal 2. 
Simple as that. The first one should have been an introduction and all the backstories and all this other stuff. And then lead up to the conflict that happened in this shit-ass film with the end of Eternals 1. At least the one that I'm saying should have been the case had I been the writer. And then lead up to the conflict. And then we get into Eternals 2. And then we see what the hell is going on. The events that happened within this 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 um, movie. We'll see that those events play out. And it will make sense because if you saw the first one written by Ernest Sandifer, me, you would know that, okay, this happened in this, this led up to this. But nah, these motherfuckers didn't do that. The other aspect, and this is the most important aspect to me at least, as to how this movie could have been better. I think that, and this is probably why I gave it a 4 out of 10. Because I felt as though they were almost go they were almost going somewhere with the aspect of uh humanity being as shitty as we are and how this these these gods really these eternals or whatever you want to call them were pretty much trying to like they're gods so they're going to be not only powerful but they are going to be, I guess, credited for those who believe in gods or God going to be credited for the creation of not only humanity, but the creation of the ideas of things that humans uh, have created. Like, for example, um, there's the one scene where I'm going to call him Paperboy. <laughs> I don't know his name in a movie, but I or don't remember his name in a movie, but I do remember uh, Paperboy. So there's the scene where he is staring at Hiroshima, right? And what happened with Hiroshima? If you don't know the history, do you Googles? And he is on his knees and he is crying. He was his acting was not that well in this movie, by the way, but. Nonetheless, I digress. A lot of the acting wasn't that well. Angelina Jolie did do her thing, but didn't really care. Um, anyways, um, he's on his knees. He's crying. He's like, it's my fault. I did this. First of all, um, don't try to flip it on black folks as to why Hiroshima happened. It was the white United States government, but you know, you can't piss off the white guys that you're trying to have access to. So I see why they did that there. Anyways, um, he's crying. He's blaming himself for what the bombing of Hiroshima. Basically, he's like, I created this and humans just fuck shit up everything that I created. Um, which, you know, a lot of things happened before Hiroshima. Not saying that the bombing of Hiroshima was should be ignored and all this other shit. But a lot of fucked up things humans did way before the bombing of Hiroshima. Yet it was like I they didn't show him. Which I feel as though his character should have been stronger. Although I didn't think Paperboy's acting was all too well. I felt as though if we're going based off of this idea that humanity is fucking up the things that we're creating 
because they're just utter trash, which would be a storyline I'd be totally interested in watching. I think his character, of uh, above all the other uh, Eternals, would be one of the most important ones, even in this version of the film. Aside from my version of what the first Eternal movie should have been, even in this version, I felt as though Paperboy should have had a lot more, uh, his role should have been a lot more important. Now, people are going to be like, well, because he's the black character and he's, okay, the deaf girl is half black, to my knowledge. You don't see me saying things like I think her her role should have been, I, I wanted to know more about her character. I like the aspect that they communicated not with just their voice, but with sign language with her and stuff. I like how she is the female Flash and she seems better than the original Flash. <laughs> but at the same time, this ain't got nothing to do with race, even if Paperboy's, if, if it wasn't Paperboy, let's just say it was Robert Downey Jr. <laughs> who played this guy, right? Or some other white guy, whatever, right? Who played this guy. I would have loved a more focus on that character, right? Because I felt as though that he was very important to the storyline and one of the storylines that they hinted at in this movie. Ultimately, they settled on the storyline of of these 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 little creatures called the uh deviants um and Cyrus's well Icarus I believe his name was Icarus not Cyrus but Icarus and the Asian woman I forget her name their love story there but she is someone who is she's one of the intern eternals who is I guess she she's like not super confident in her ability to be the God that she is. Uh, she doesn't really have belief in herself, but Icarus, you know, evil Superman is he's someone who loves her and, you know, they have their thing going on, but he's evil at the same time and she's for the good. And they focused more so on that story than the story that I believe should have been the focal point. Humans are fuck-ups, and this is how we feel about this situation. I think that would have been a great story. A very interesting story. Had they focused on that aspect. All they did was touch up on it, and then they let it dry. Because they, be, they wanted that story to be... I felt as though the, the reason why is because it would be more so... On the hands of Paperboy's character. And he would have been the main protagonist. Rather than the Asian woman. Who was pretty much the main protagonist. Uh, because it was. I have to fight this man. Who I love for not only humanity. But my fellow eternal buddies you know what i'm saying that's the story they this they decided to go with and it's up <laughs> yeah um what else do i have here 
like I said, focus on the humanities, uh, fucking things up, and how that made them feel. Other than that, better writing, better uh, commentary, um, and a better antagonist or a better anti-hero. Again, the supposed antagonist were the the quote unquote deviants, the deviant that could talk, and supposedly Icarus, the evil Marvel Superman, right? That was just it was this movie was all over the place, like I said, and not in a good way. You know, I'm all over the place. Y'all y'all know when y'all listen to this podcast, you probably listen to the segment and you're like, he's all over the place. I was following my notes. So if anything is all over the place or feels like it's all over the place and I'm not detailing, what about this part? What about that part? I don't want to spoil it for y'all. I mean, I did tell certain things, but I don't want to spoil it for y'all. Um, and at the same time, this is not one of those, this is not like I'm reviewing something on the season premiere podcast. I would go from part to part to part. I'm literally just saying what I disliked about this movie and what I believe would have made it a better movie for me personally. That's, that's it. Um, and one of the things is they could have had a better enemy again. Or at least a better antagonist. And again, in my version of the Eternals, the enemy and also the pe- the the irony of the people that needed to be saved were the human beings. But the enemy will also be human beings as well because of all like invention of bombs and weapons of mass destruction and slavery and and all the other inhumane things the holocaust and you know burning of women during the salem witch trials because women didn't want to sleep with dudes or whatever was calling them harlots and witches and all this other shit or a woman said no to a man so she must be a witch or and all that stuff and yeah right so all these things human beings have done to other human beings would have been uh, something that this movie could have been my eternals would have dived delved into at the same time having these godlike creatures right or even having evil superman say you know what fuck human beings i'm going to kill human beings which was kind of his point in this movie but at the same time he was on some weirdo shit as well. It was a lot of characters on the weirdo shit, especially the David Bowie looking bitch. I didn't feel bad for the whole any 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 at any point in this movie. She was one of the worst characters in this movie, if not the worst character. It was her and then Marvel Superman over here. Other than that, all the other characters. Well, the Indian dude was just hella annoying and stuff, but he's kind of like that in everything I uh, everything I see of him. I think he's just he. He's one of those people that tries too hard to be funny because that is his lane, I guess. And it's just like, I've seen one thing of him where I liked, I thought he was funny. And other than that, and it wasn't even like it was his own thing. It was, he was on, uh, he was a character in one of the uh, shows I used to watch or whatever. Either or. 
she was just terrible but even in my in my eternals right you could have evil superman say you know what human beings are trash <laughs> i'm gonna kill them all right and then have his girlfriend and all these other people within the eternal squad maybe have like a civil war within themselves because part of them are like yeah human beings are trash and we should do away with them all or and but then they're like you have other people that are like no we have to show them the right way we have to protect them they are not perfect beings but guess what they weren't put on this planet to be perfect beings to be they're they're put on this planet to figure shit out and to get to that level they can get to this level and stuff but we can't but killing them and treating them this way and harming them isn't going to teach them to be better people it's probably just going to make them more fearful of you know living or it's going to make them more evil because now they're going to do things to defend themselves and that means harming other human beings even more again i it's not like i fully fleshed this out you know what i'm saying as far as me writing down characters and schemes but as a writer and as someone who was watching this movie I was looking at these characters. I'm like, this is how I would have developed this story. This is what I would have done with this person. This is what I would would have done with this person. This story plot over here. This is what I would have done. I would have erased this part. And this this movie that I created in my head while I'm watching this terrible movie would have been Eternals Part One. And this terrible movie that I'm watching right now, that I paid forty dollars for, forty plus dollars for would have been Eternals Part 2. Now, I wouldn't have had anything to do with the writing on that because this movie was still trash, but at least I would have looked at it and said, oh yeah, I did the writing for Part 1, and I, at least the events in Part 2, it's leading up to what I wrote about in Part 1. If Part 1 was totally different from Part 2, like that trash-ass Suicide Squad sequel, totally different movie, no references to the first one at all. Yeah, that would have been a bummer and another ball dropped by Marvel. But that's pretty much my thoughts about this movie and just how I feel about it. I'm not a fanboy of Marvel. I can acknowledge that they're way better than DC. But even if I was a fanboy per se, I'm not the type of fan of anything or anybody that's not going to criticize something. Or gonna praise every damn thing, all right? Maybe some of the people that I've seen praising this actually do like this movie, and I don't want to take that away from anybody. I'm not saying y'all should feel the same way about this movie. Just like anything that I say on this podcast, I'm not trying to pressure anybody to feel the way that I feel. I'm just expressing my thoughts. That's what it is. That's what it's called, the Earnest Thoughts Podcast. Well, that's one of the reasons why. So, there's that. And there's still a lot more I got to talk about in this podcast. So, stay tuned. Sign up for my email list in the description box below. And also get free consoling services. What is a consoling services? Well, you think of a counseling service where you would pay for a counselor. And you can tell them your problems and. You know, they'll send some advice back to you or whatever. Well, I'm doing something 
a little bit similar, but I'm not a licensed counselor, you know, which is why it's free. So you go down the description box below, you can book yourself an appointment, either a 30 minute appointment where you just want to get things off your chest, your mind and vent. You can do that for 30 minutes or you can book a 90 minute appointment and the 90 minute appointments are where you can get things off your chest, but also get some advice from me and my opinions and words of encouragement as well. So if this sounds like something that you are you would like to do, hit the description box below. And once again, please sign up for my email list because that's how you'll get news on other things that I'm doing in regarding to this podcast, regarding to the other things that I do outside of this podcast as well. Thanks for listening. Let's get back to the show. All right, back. We're here to talk about the Kyle Rittenhouse case, the verdict. Just my overall thoughts about it. Um, I'm kind of fighting myself from saying it's not going to be too long, but who knows, you know, because I don't really have much of anything different that I have to say about this that probably haven't said in the past. And um, whether it's relating to this topic or just in the past in general. Um, I know not all the victims, all three of the victims that Kyle of Kyle Rittenhouse were trash white liberals, but at least one of them was, um, so I kind of want to wish an RIP to the two that weren't trash white liberals or may not have been trash white liberals. But definitely not a rest in peace to the child molester who thought because he was a liberal, he could say nigga. But he was a child molester as well. So, yeah, I'm not going to wish that man an RIP. It's a bunch of reasons why I wasn't staying up on this case. Um, or at least a bunch of reasons to me. One being that um, I just wanted to protect my energy. And I'm kind of doing that with the Ahmad Arbery situation as well. Uh, where I'm not going to pay attention to the case. But I will detail my thoughts on the final verdict. Whatever that verdict uh, comes in as. But to just branch off of that before I continue talking about this case. It's just another court proceeding that will be um, defending white supremacy as the United States tends to do. And since we know this to be the case, that white lives, I don't understand why you have folks saying white lives matter as if this country doesn't let it be known every year that white lives actually do matter more than anybody else's life. But you got a you had a bunch of people that claimed they had to scream that because people were screaming black lives matter. Either or um yeah it's just a constant reminder of white supremacy always winning 
And I don't, I'm not saying that in a defeatist manner, like we should just stop fighting. We should just give up. We should just allow white folks to, to continue to have their privilege while we have nothing. We should allow America to continue this facade that everything is all right and we just got to shut up and allow things to happen, uh, allow things to be what they are because white supremacy continues to win. When I say that again, I I don't I'm it's an observation of what goes down here in America, hell, the world. But as someone who has stated many times on this podcast, the reason why the biggest reason as to why I don't typically speak on worldly issues is because I don't feel comfortable as an American speaking on issues outside of America because I would rather have someone in these countries which I've contacted many people and people have um, other countries and nations have contacted me things didn't follow through for whatever reason um, but they've I've contacted them they contacted me to come on this show to talk about the issues or any specific issue that is plaguing them or that is going on in their nation. Again, I'm still working on getting people on the show to talk about those things. So don't think that I just ignore worldly issues. It's my American brain, my American standpoint can only come from an American point of view of what is going on. Also, because of that, I'm not experiencing something that is going on, whatever that thing is, unless it is very eerily similar to my experience here as in America, as in America, American in America, right? Um, so that's why. But on to this case, right? I, I, I'm always wasting five minutes of y'all time for my banter. I apologize. On to the case. So, I'm not surprised that the verdict was that it was. Um, will I say that I knew it was going to be the case? It was a toss-up. You know, whenever these white boys, especially white folks in general, not just white boys, because Amber, what was her name? Amber Geiger? Remember her? Um, although she did serve time, or I believe she's still serving time, it was a lighter sentence compared to if it was a uh, Shaniqua Geiger or uh, a black woman named Amber, right? Because so, someone's going to take offense to me saying all black women named Shaniqua, right? That's not the case. But it would, I'm pretty sure it would have been a much harsher sentence had Amber been a, white, a black woman, right? So Ambrosia Geiger, right? Anyways... Enough with the jokes, right? You gotta be thorough. So I'm gonna be thorough. It was a toss-up between he's going to serve time, but it's not going to be, like, the fullest of a stints, right? You know, going based off of the whole Darren Chauvin thing, right? Or Derek Chauvin? Derek, right? That was his name. So going based off of Derek Chauvin's situation, it was like, yeah... Although these are two totally different situations, it still goes with the idea of white supremacy. 
which kind of what I want to get into. I'm gonna make that point after I make this point, right? Because a lot of people all over Twitter, especially Black Twitter, kept saying the same. Um, you know, Black Twitter is guilty of having the same talking points too, just like white folks and liberals and Republicans and just other people who don't necessarily know how to think for themselves do. No matter the group, you always have a sector of people who don't necessarily know how to think for themselves. They throw themselves within these groups because they are the group think type of individual and they see a group that they themselves feel as though they can ID, I, I easily identify with simply because they see people who look like them, talk like them, maybe from the same backgrounds, this, that, and third, or they aspire to even be of this specific group. But instead of saying, okay, I have some aspirations to be, you know, to be this type of people or be these types of people, but let me do it my way, they go based off of this template of what it means to be person X or Y, and then they regurgitate the same talking points as person A or B and all this other shit, right? That's for, that's psychology talk for, you know, a future episode. But as far as this goes, I, I will expound on some of the things I've been seeing on, on, on Twitter in regarding to whether black people should care about this this situation or not, the Kyle Rittenhouse situation or not. But as I was saying before, I didn't know what to make of it per se. Now, when I saw those tears coming out, quote unquote tears coming out, the, the crying, the blubbering face um, and all that other shit, I was like, uh, yeah, he might get off. He might get off and I have to mentally prepare myself to be ready to not feel a goddamn thing when it happens. And sadly, that's that's exactly what happened. As of I'm recording this on a Saturday, the Saturday the 20th, right? So the verdict was 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 stated the 19th. November 19th, for those who don't know, right? Um, so, I'm literally recording everything, this, but just all this episode, the day after the Rittenhouse verdict. So, I'm telling you what happened. These are my fresh thoughts, fresh, well, fresh emotions, right? I woke up. Well, when I first found out about the verdict, I... I think this is kind of wrong because it's like, I should feel something. I feel this way about a lot of things. I feel like I should feel, I should be feeling something right now and I don't. Or maybe I should be feeling this way, but I don't, right? I do feel something, but it's not the way that I think I should be feeling. But at the same time, I'm I'm all about... Not forcing feelings at all. You know, forcing feelings gets you in bad relationships. Romantic and all the other type of relationships. And it's just wrong. And it's just not the right thing to do. Right? 
It's wrong to yourself. It's wrong to everybody else. It's It just doesn't feel good, right? It doesn't look good either. And people know when you're forcing feelings, okay? Um, you might be thinking you can get away with it, but you, uh, just because people aren't necessarily calling you out the moment they realize it doesn't mean that they don't realize it. They know. So keep that in mind, and that's time you try to force yourself to feel away or force yourself to do anything because people are going to take notice of about it. I know I am for sure. Anyways, as I was saying before, once I got the news Friday afternoon, like everybody else got it, um, I was like, yep, this is typically typical America. And I'm going to stay off of social media. Maybe had I stayed on, the emotions that I feel as though I should have been feeling would have happened. Because social media will do that to you. But I stayed off of social media. And I believe I was out the house. I was out the house. So I just continued on doing what I was doing yesterday while I was out. Um, it was cold, it was a sunny day, but it was a cold sunny day, so I wanted to get home, but I wasn't anywhere near home at the moment, and I had an obligation that was, was planned, but I won't go through all the schematics and specifics, right, but pretty much there was that, and that was what was going, what was going through my mind was typical white um, you know, white America, right? Protecting its own, um, giving the benefit of the doubt, uh, you know, white kid gets an illegal firearm, crosses states with said illegal firearm, kills three people. I don't care if he, one of the people that he killed is a pedophile scumbag. I can admit that he's a pedophile scumbag that I'm not going to tell rest in peace because he's a pedophile scumbag. Uh, but nonetheless, he still ended up killing three people with that illegal firearm. He get, he didn't get charged with that. He was found innocent on all accounts. All accounts. Every account. Not guilty. Every account. It's not like, oh, we're not going to charge him for killing people, but we will charge him for the illegal firearm. Nope. Not guilty of that, even though it's clear as that it's not the case of he crossed state lines and there's different law different uh laws within firearms between the states nope not charging him for that but it's clear as day had this been a black person who did this same shit it would have been a problem hell when black militias walk the streets with their guns and they could be pointing it up at the sky Somebody is going to say they were pointing a gun at me. It was in my direction. Then that person is charged. And then the rest of the militia is charged on some bogus bullshit I too. But this is where this case involves black folks. To the black folks out there that were saying things like, this doesn't involve us. The victims were all white. It was white on white crime. Therefore, we shouldn't be speaking about this situation. Or saying things like, oh, black people out here are defending a white pedophile who got murdered by Kyle Rittenhouse. 
You didn't hear me say like twice already, fuck that guy. In other ways other than saying fuck that guy, which I'm saying right now, fuck that guy. I was reading up on his his rap sheet. Not Rittenhouse's rap sheet, but the guy who got killed by Rittenhouse. Dude was a pedophile who's molesting little boys. And then got the nerve to think because he is a BLM supporter or a white liberal, he could just he just he can just say nigga. He's one of those white folks. Who could just who think, oh, because I vote for Obama or I vote for Biden, I vote for Democrat. I listen to rap music. I'm down with black folks. That he could just throw around the N-word. Or that he's just someone who is... Should be seen as, you know, good and self-righteous. And just, you know, a self-righteous asshole because he's a liberal. That's my problem with with white liberals. Or at least one of my many problems with white liberals. The self-righteousness, self-importance... Above the law, but also the the uh, supposed moral compass of this nation is who they believe they to they themselves to be. You can go around touching on little boys because you vote Democrat, vote blue, no matter who. You can go around touching on little boys because you protest for black lives. You can go around slinging nigga around like you a nigga because you protesting for your niggas. Again, this is not in defense of Kyle Rittenhouse, but Rittenhouse did not, at least with him, That that is that's not a guy that's that's getting sympathy from me because he got killed by a punk ass doughy white boy. You ran up on a dude with a gun, calling him a nigga, thinking that was gonna earn you some, I guess, more brownie points with your white liberal friends or whatever, and then you got popped. Now, granted, the other two individuals that were killed also ran up on Cal Rittenhouse and got popped. And again, that's not to say that it's not to make light. Let me put it that way. It's not to make light of what happened. But you run up on somebody with a gun who clearly has a gun and they pop your ass. Legal firearm or not, I'm not saying it's right. Because he still should be charged with something. Even if they're going to go with the whole self-defense thing. Because if it's going to apply for him. And my black ass get a firearm right now. That is illegal. It's not registered and everything right. But somebody ran up on me. And I used that illegal firearm to kill them. Totally different ball game here. Totally different ball game. And that's where... Black folks need to be upset at. That's why. Black folks was paying attention. To this situation. Black Twitter. 
It wasn't because you had some... You, you probably did have a few. I ain't gonna say y'all was too far off. But you probably did have a few white liberal loving motherfuckers in there that just wanted to defend a white liberal's uh, honor, right? Even though this one white liberal was trash and the other two didn't make a good decision by running up on somebody with a gun and they didn't have a gun on them themselves, right? They thought three against one against, uh, versus a kid with a AR was enough for them to, you know, take dude down or whatever. And it wasn't, clearly. Not to make light. I'm just saying. But you probably had some, some niggas that was defending, you know, the white libs. But I'm inclined from, based off of what I've seen, to believe that a lot of people were thinking the way that I thought. A lot of black folks were thinking the way that I thought. This involves us because this deals with a system that systematically, purposely is designed to give little white boys, give little white girls like Kyle Rittenhouse or a Kylie Rittenhouse a second chance. Meanwhile, we couldn't do that shit. Ernest couldn't get away with a cow what a cow house would have done at even at Cal Rittenhouse's age. I've detailed the story on this podcast before. I did some shit when I was 17. Not killing motherfuckers, but I did some shit when I was 17. They wanted to charge my ass with the fullest of extent. The only reason why I got off so easily is because the other motherfucker that was involved. Got the, the, he was the one that got the axe hammer. He was the one who got the axe hammer because he had a record and I didn't have the record at the time, but that was my major, major crime. First major crime or whatever, right? I don't remember the episode. I'm not going to detail the story again on this episode at least, but you'll have to go back and listen to what happened, but pretty much. They wanted to get my ass up out of here at 17. And I didn't kill anybody. Property was damaged. Blood was shed. Nobody died. They tried to get my fuck my black ass the fuck up out of here. So imagine if I would have done something, the same thing Kyle Rittenhouse would have done. Would I be right here, right now, on this podcast, talking to y'all? If they allowed prisoners to have podcasts, maybe. Hell, I I was 17 when that happened. I'm 30 now. You think I'd be alive to even even tell y'all the story about what happened when I, what I did at 17? If the cops didn't kill me at that moment in time, I probably would have gotten the electric chair. Or the, the not the electric chair, the poison needle. Because Massachusetts is compassionate about their death penalty. I don't think they do that anymore, but it, it could have been different. It, it, at the time, I think that was the case. But I don't know if they got rid of the death penalty or not in mass. Either or, what happened happened in Massachusetts. 
or they probably would have made an exception for me. Either or, I understand. A lot of black people understand that, yo, if this was us, this verdict would be totally different. Now, this is not us arguing that we want things to be that way, to where we can go and get an illegal firearm, cross state lines. A state line has a certain law that we broke about the gun laws and shit. And we still say, fuck the laws. Fuck how legal or illegal this this firearm is. And we go here and we kill motherfuckers. Even if we admit to the intent or not. We go there, we kill people. Other than guys of, we're just protecting property. We're not arguing we should be able to get away with that. We're arguing for the fair and equal treatment that America claims that they give to all citizens. If Ernest were to do what Kyle Rittenhouse did, this is the punishment that Ernest is going to get. So how come Kyle Rittenhouse didn't do the get the 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 punishment that Ernest would have gotten? Hmm? You can come up with all the excuses. Well, you just admitted that you have a criminal record. I, I don't have a criminal record, first of all. Can you say you sponged, bitch? Like I said, the other motherfucker got the ass hammer. They got the individual they wanted. For some reason, they, they didn't want to nab two niggas. They just wanted one. And I wasn't the sexier nigga they wanted to nab. They wanted this one. Another part of why I believe they let me off easier than they let him off. And I say easier. I didn't say I can get off scot-free or anything. I still had to do community service and was on parole for some time and everything. But I feel as though the the other reason as to why they let me off compared to him is because they believed that I was going to slip up. Have more brush-ups with the law again. They believed shit was going to happen to the point where... He's just going to find himself in trouble again. And then we can throw all this other crazy mess at him. But that's where they messed up. Nothing else happened after that. And nothing else will happen. God willing, of course. But that's what that's 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 the other reason. But back to the written house again. Like I stated. Black folks, if you don't understand now, then you, I think you're just being willfully ignorant. And if you don't want to care about this situation, cool. I'm not saying you had to care about the white lives that were taken. I'm talking more so, my problem with this case was more so with the how the system handled this situation. How you saw the courtroom had compassion for the man. How the judge clearly had a bias toward Rittenhouse, abusing his power. All this blatant support for this white boy. And you couldn't help, at least with me, when you're looking at that, you can't help to think, oh, this is just white folks being on code. This is just white supremacists protecting white another white supremacist to uphold white supremacy. That's this is what this is. 
tell me tell me otherwise what it is you you all i see is the same people making the same arguments they ran up on him i get that i get that i yeah i just said moments ago you run up on somebody with a gun you don't have a gun yourself they shoot you that's your ass whether you live or die that is your ass don't run up on somebody with a gun you should know the risk and that gun is large enough, pretty large enough to know that it's very visible for you to see, yo, this motherfucker got a gun and I am running toward him. If still at the moment in time, you decide not to run a different direction or in the opposite direction and then they shoot and then you get hit and then you die once again. I'm not saying you deserved it. But that was a dumb decision made by all three, the pedophile and the other two. It was a dumb decision. And the pedophile is really known for making dumbass decisions. So I'm not surprised he made a dumbass decision like that. And I don't know the other two individuals. Well, I don't know about their whereabouts, but it was still a dumb decision. I am aware. That people ran up on him to try to attack him. And he shot them in self-defense. But, to my knowledge, self-defense is not enough for someone to get away with having an illegal firearm. Self-defense is not enough for you to cross a state line and break that state's gun laws. Granted. Even if he got off with the self-defense thing, he should have been charged with a legal uh, position of a legal firearm and breaking that uh, the the state law, the state's gun law, right? At least with those charges. But like I said, he got off with everything, everything. Ernest gonna get off with everything. If I would have done, and here's where I can call out a lot of you racists out there, right? You might be thinking you're not racist because you listen to the Earnest Thoughts podcast. But if I would have done what Kyle Rittenhouse did, the exact same thing, had an illegal firearm, went to a state that doesn't allow, uh, was it 21 people under 21 or so, whatever, doesn't allow people to have firearms or people under 21 with firearms, right? I went there, and not only did I cross state lines with this illegal firearm, I had this illegal firearm. I shot and killed three people with that illegal firearm. Granted, those three people, just like with Calvary and House, they were running up on me. One of them called me nigga at a Black Lives Matter con- uh, 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 Black Lives Matter protest, right? Or riot, or whatever, right? He called me nigga while running up on me. And I said, I got your nigga, cracker, shot his ass. His two friends ran up too. And I said, I got your niggas too. Bang, bang. Shot they asses. Do you think I should get off the same way as Kyle Rittenhouse? Now, some of y'all are probably going to be like, yeah, 
just saying, yeah, so you don't have your racism exposed. Some of y'all might truly believe that. I should get off. I wouldn't agree with that because I would say, okay, even in regarding to me, I still broke two laws. This state law regarding guns and this general law of the land of America of you're not allowed to own a legal firearm, right? Or seemingly uh, general law of the land, right? So even if I pass the test of is this self-defense or not, I failed the other two tests. And I should be charged for failing those other two tests, right? You know? But that's not the case here. And like I said, what we're arguing against, what black folks are arguing against, and black folks, not the weirdos you're seeing on videos having Domino's pizza with the other weirdos. Not the weirdo bitch you saw having a fake seizure and all this other shit. Not them weirdos. I'm talking about actual black folks with, with, with sane minds, like myself and other black folks. What we have been arguing against is the unfair treatment. This lie that America continues till this day to say that this system is your own fucking president, the man you voted for. Basically said the system is not wrong. Man, y'all voted for the nigga. Wow. If it if there was a lot of instances Joe Biden has shown that he is not someone that y'all should fuck with. Black folks especially. But if that statement right there where he basically said the system is not wrong at all. Mr. I'ma have black folks backs. Because they've always had mine. Like, are you, what? If that doesn't show you anything, I don't, you're refusing to see. You're purposely refusing to see because you're, but, 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 but Republican people are still on this, but the other side. Bullshit. Like, let me stay on topic. Let me stay on topic. I, but we're arguing against the system is what I'm saying. We're arguing against this system that continues to lie to us and everybody else saying that we are equal when that is not the case. Simple as that. If you call yourself a pro-black individual and you are looking at black people and saying that we are not doing something pro-black by being vocal about how being vocal about systematic racism That's just weird to me. What do you think should be done? And it's like you only... It it just shows your lack of knowledge or care about what systematic racism is. Because you see literally in the terms of black and white. If a white person kills a black person, then that's what racism is. When racism and white supremacy is far more than just white people lynching black folks. White people shooting and killing black folks. White cops getting away with shooting and killing and and murdering black folks. 
it's far deeper than that. It's the, there's a system at play here that's been at play here. That's why it's called systematic racism. It's much deeper than just a black person being killed by the hands of a white person. So before you get to talking to anybody from either side, whatever their stance is, I believe that you should do some damn research on this system because it seems like a lot of people who are why do black folks care? No black people were killed by Calvin Rittenhouse. Because we knew for a fact if we would have done the same thing Kyle Rittenhouse would have done, the system wouldn't be so kind to us as they are with Rittenhouse. The judge wouldn't be so compassionate and everybody else wouldn't be as compassionate. The media, hell, definitely would not be as compassionate about it. And people going to bring up that kid who shot up. I don't know too much about the situation. The, 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 I believe he's a 15 year old black teen who was released a day after on bail, by the way, but a day after he shot, I think a few people in his school, they're going to bring that up as that's enough. Oh, well y'all have this one example. So let Kyle go. <laughs> I think it's weird that people, and I'm going to say that in this po- in, in this portion. I'm not going to, that's something I'm going to probably expound on in the future, but I'm going to say here. I think it's absolutely weird that people bring up, well, a black person got away with this in the past. Therefore, white people, this white person should get away with something now because OJ got away with this. <laughs> this black person got away with that. This, 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 this black person didn't go to jail for this act. Therefore, this white person or white people should continue to get away with these things because of this one black person. Like as if the, the balance just for every one black person, 5,000 white, for every one black person that gets away with some bullshit, 5,000 white people need to get away with it because that balances things out. Well, Ernest, you you pretty much got away with something you did at 17. Therefore, if a white kid were to do the same thing at 17, 20 million of them should get away with it because you, this one black man, got away with it. And it's this weird thing that people do because it's like y'all, what y'all really saying is black people just deserve to be punished for every fucking thing. Especially breaking the law. If we break the law, there should be no proceed. It's automatically guilty and there should be punishment. And then when it doesn't happen, the rare cases it doesn't happen or something out of the norm in the situation doesn't happen, does happen, then it's, oh my God, what the hell is going on? What's supposed to happen is Blackie over here is supposed to be thrown in jail for life, prison for life, electric chair or whatever, because they did this thing. So when Blackie doesn't get in jail for life or prison for life or post bail or gets away with a crime, then it's a problem. 
It doesn't matter how many whiteys get away with the crime. It doesn't matter how many whiteys get off easy. Blackies are supposed to, this is supposed to happen to them when they do this. It's that weird shit y'all be doing. When I say y'all, you know what the fuck, you know who the fuck you are. But with this Rittenhouse shit, before anybody bring up that black teen again, he's one example out of the plenty of examples of white boys getting away with shit. So don't try to compare. Don't try to compare one to 5,000, one to 500. Don't try to compare one to five. simple as that that's all i gotta say about the situation once again this is about the system of white supremacy not the victims or at least it is for me i'm not saying that two out of those three victims deserve to die but the child molesting nigga loving nigga or nigga saying nigga he can go to hell I'm just going to keep it a buck with you. He, he can go to hell. And if the other two victims had some weirdo shit about them too, they can go to that same place as well. But as far as I know, they the only dumb decision they made was running up on somebody with a gun. And they didn't have a gun on them themselves. Sucks they had to pay with their life. But that's the decision they decided to make. And it sucks that the person who killed them is 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 deemed as innocent. But the system of white supremacy is 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 the big focal point here. Not necessarily the victims. Again, you don't understand that, I will hit me up. I will try to explain some more. But if you're tr- if you don't understand because you're not trying to understand, then get your dumbass out my mentions or or DMs or whatever, and just like I said, you really need to do some damn research on the system of white supremacy because it's far deeper than um, white person kills black person. We should be mad. Yeah, that angers the fuck out of me. But there's a system in place that. I'm pretty upset at because I can't really dismantle the system like I get I can defend myself and dismantle a human being who is trying to harm me. I can defend myself against them. This system, although there are examples of black folks and black folks being defended against white supremacy, is still a system that is holding strong till this day and still whipping our asses. And that upsets me more than, you know, a white person who wants to kill me. A white person who wants to kill me. It's either they go or I go or we both go. It's really that simple. And I can do something about that. Not that I can't do anything about a white supremacist system. But it's easier for me to tangibly take down somebody who is a white racist and they want to harm me 
than it is for me to take down the system of white supremacy. And the thing that is harder makes me more upset. They both make me upset, but this one makes me more upset. That's just me, though. You might be different. You might be more fearful of, you know, the white person with the gun killing you or another black person, understandably. But if that person gets away with killing you, God forbid, or someone you love or just a black person in general, you have the system of white supremacy to blame for that. Not the individual. Of course, the individual is going to say, I should not be punished for killing this nigger. But if the system behind them says, yeah, you should not be punished for killing this nigger. And we're going to do everything in our power to make sure you're not punished for killing this nigger. That right there is the where the problem is. The bigger problem is. Not somebody who says they believe they should get off with the shit. Of course they're going to say that. You know? So, that's what it is. We still have a lot to talk about. So, going to hit y'all with an ad. And then we'll get into the rest of this episode. Stay tuned. right we are back if you hear (laughs) somebody in the background tapping into some keyboards or whatever it's my neighbors the walls are pretty thin in this apartment complex and i don't like that but yeah i mean they're practicing on the keyboard or doing something that's it's not in my control um before I get into this last topic here, I want to give a brief update on the Blackburn uh, protest that was going on at Howard University. I talked about this a couple of weeks ago, uh, probably about a month or so ago. Uh, either or, it was a discussion that I talked about on one of the, I guess more recent episodes of the Ernest Thoughts podcast, but nothing as recent as this month in November. So you're going to have to do some digging, uh, but it is an episode that came out, I want to say, within the last two months or so. And I pretty much detailed my thoughts on what went down over there at Howard University in the protest. Um, Well, it happened in October, so I know for a fact that I discussed it in October. Because the protest happened on the 12th of October. So, 34 days after a long, hard protesting from the students, um, in came this conclusion where the the students got what they wanted. You know, um, after protesting for as long as they did, it was announced, I want to say, on Thursday that the students, both the students and the president, um, finally came to a conclusion. And from the article that I read, uh, it seemed as though the students got their way. So if there was anything else that's involved in this situation, I read the statement from the president. 
I all I'm going to say is if y'all really cared about the safety of the students, as you claim you do, um, there wouldn't have been a protest in the first place. Simple as that. I'm going to just leave it at that. But <clears throat> as far as just everything else, I wanted to give that big, great congratulatory, I guess, praise to the students because now I'm about to get in the asses of pedophiles who are trying to legalize their sickness. Hate to lump these two people in the same, you know, yeah, I, I hate to lump the Howard students into the same, I guess, topic as these maps. That's what they call themselves, but I didn't feel the need. Like I said, this was pretty brief. So it took me, what, two, three minutes to just discuss that. Um, so I wouldn't have made, it wouldn't have made sense for me to have a two, three minute segment. It's just my, my segments aren't going to be that short. You know, 10 minutes the shortest, maybe. Um, but now we got to get on to talking about maps. We're not talking about maps as in like MapQuest or Google Maps or maybe Apple Maps. I don't know. Not like maps that, you know, that are actual useful. That will help people get from point A to point B to C to D to wherever, right? You know, not the maps that help you when you're lost. I'm talking about the maps that steal your children from you. And you think your child child is lost or they lost their way home, but in actuality they're in then they're in the greasy, dirty, filthy hands of a person who considers themselves a map, a minor attracted person. That's what it stands for. Minor attracted person. A pedophile, basically. But they had to find wording as liberals do. Conservatives do this as well. But I'm blaming a liberal and this whole liberal agenda that a lot of people have been vocally against. Now, I've been vocally for a lot of the open-mindedness that liberals have. You know, I've been very open about people not identifying with specific genders. I've been very open with especially the queer community saying they want to identify this way or they want to have these thoughts or they want to express this type of lifestyle. I've been very open with pretty much non-harmful lifestyles anybody wants to have. And I'm still going to feel that way. But this... This right here is not something that I'm going to back. I would gladly be, get on this podcast, get on anywhere and call myself map phobic. Hell, you just gave me an idea for, for some, for some merch. By the way, I finally created some earnest thoughts, podcasts, shirts, t-shirts, tank tops. I know it's hoodie season. It's cold as hell. So. The hoodies will be coming if they're not already in development by the time this episode is up. Either or, check the link in the description box below. The merch will be down there. Um, check that out, and then I'll send you a link. To, that will bring you to the link to the store as well, the uh, Bath of Business store, where you can find other 
<clears throat> clothing made by myself, other items that represent the Earnest Thoughts podcast will be posted there, tote bags, mugs, all that, right? But these people, back onto the maps, right? These are individuals who are grown adults who are admitting, coming out the woodwork, but admitting that they are trying to legalize minor attracted people. They're trying to make this into a sexuality now. And just like all the other sexualities, you know, uh, heterosexuality uh, and uh, homo homosexuality, right? And bisexuality, lesbianism, you know, all that, right? It is for the most part, not everywhere, but for the most part, these illegal sexualities. Legal sexualities, that makes sense because you have two consenting adults who are able to have these relations with one another. And even if you have two minors, teenagers, but minors nonetheless within these uh, who are identifying with these relationships, at least they are both of the same age. You know what I'm saying? It's not someone who is clearly an adult having this relationship, whether it be a heterosexual and a homosexual one with a minor. I'm not with it, period. Now, these maps, these people, these quote-unquote minor attracted people, they're pedophiles. And from this angle and this moment going forward, I'm going to address them as such. They're pedophiles. Yeah, you're map-phobic. Yep. First of all, phobia is fear and something. I don't fear pedophiles. Will I fear they will touch the, the, the children in my life, the minors in my lives? Yeah. And children in general, I fear what they do. But I don't fear they're going to do anything to me because I fuck a map up. Period. Simple as that. You're not going to get me to ride along with this BS. If this was a bunch of Adults saying we still want to, you know, legalize gay marriage in all 50 states and all this other shit. And you will have me, you know what I'm saying? But you're not having me with this BS. And what they're trying to do is enlist some support from the queer community. And I blame the queer community for this BS. Because you have members of the queer community. That pretty much made this a stepping stone. Y'all got upset with the conspiracy theorists who said, oh, if y'all did this. And there was a lot of people who was just speaking extremely. There's a lot of people just exposing their their uh, homophobia, transphobia, and all this other shit. But these are motherfuckers that was trying to control what other adults are doing with other adults. I can't, I can't get with that. I can't get with an adult trying to tell another adult who to love, how to love, who to have sex with, how they should have sex. Nah, 
What adults do in the bedroom, what they feel and all this other stuff is their own business. It becomes a problem when you're clearly, when this sick ass adult is clearly pushing whatever their agenda is. And I don't think maps are all people who just want to have, it's not it's not like the male maps just want to have relations with young men, young boys, right? Let me get the language right. These are boys, teenage boys, te- little boys, adolescent boys. It's not that, and the same goes for the women. It's not like all the women who call themselves maps, the pedophile women, are just grown women who want to have relations with Young girls, teenage girls, adolescent girls. You have, quote unquote, maps, pedophiles. Who are men who want to have relations with little girls and women who want to have relations with little boys. And I'm against that at shit too. This ain't no, oh, I'm only against the maps because I'm only against the maps who are gay or lesbian or the bisexual or the trans maps right I'm against all of them you all can burn in hell this is insane and if anybody anybody tries to back this yeah you getting you you, you getting blocked you getting literally and figuratively you getting blocked I don't want to hear anybody try to defend this mess. I am very open to people being opposing thoughts when it comes to pretty much everything that I say on this podcast. Not this topic, though. This topic right here. If you are defending that grown-ass people, pedophiles, pedophilia should be a sexuality because that's exactly what they're arguing. If you are defending that, whether you consider yourself a map, a pedophile or not, nah, you just let me know, you honestly let me know how you get down, how you think. Well, if you can take on it's the point is none of my business when it comes to two men, then how come you can't look at it when it comes to a grown man and a little boy? Because it's a fucking little boy, dumbass. And just because that little boy is going to grow up to be a grown man, let that little boy, when he grows up to be a, a, a grown man, to make that decision whether he wants to be in a relationship with that much older guy or not. Then, it, it, then it's a decision that they make. And that's none of my business. But when you're with a little boy who clearly doesn't have a, a fully developed brain, a fully developed just just nothing. And then you got these sick, sickle, weirdo pedophiles trying to normalize this shit. Yeah, I'm looking at the people that they're trying to elicit uh, uh, support from. And I'm looking at some of those people because I've seen very few. But nonetheless, still some of those people who are of the queer community saying this is okay. This is not me saying, oh, blame all the queers. 
Blame all the gays. Blame all the trans folks. But what I really want the queer community to do is to be against this. I say something that's, oh, you're just a Sith standard homophobe. You're thick You're a cis male. You can't speak on this. So, I want the non-cis men to speak on it. Of the queer community to speak on it. What are your thoughts? And by the way, just saying that, calling me cisgendered and stuff is not going to insult me. I know a lot of y'all use it as an insult. And that's the thing that kills me when people are like, people use the gender as an insult. People can use any word as an insult. At the end of the day, it's what you give power to. Kind of like if I called a pedophile a pedophile, that pedophile might not be offended by the word pedophile. They they clearly are because they're trying to switch it up then like to minor attracted people. But they're a pedophile. Switch it up to however you want to call it. And it's sick. That's all I got to say about this shit. I just wanted to educate people on it. It might be something minor to y'all. No pun intended. Maybe you're like, I didn't hear from it about this, but I had to see it and I had to read about it. And if someone doesn't speak up about it now, who knows? It might be a sick situation happening. There's already sick shit happening with children with with little girls and all that stuff. And it's already sick shit going on anyways. But now you have individuals that's trying to make it legal. And if I was, again, strongly like with someone who was strongly like in the queer community, I'd be offended by this. This is why I want y'all to speak up about it. I'd be offended that you got these motherfuckers saying, hey, we are the same. No, we not. You got these people who are like, we are the same. So you should back me up. If I'm a man. And I am solely just attracted to men. And then someone reaches out uh, a pedophile reaches out to me and they're like, yeah, man, like we, you should support me on this. And I'm like, no, I'm only attracted to grown ass men, right? Same if I was a woman. And I'm like, I'm attracted to grown ass women and little girls, grown ass women. Fuck you. Fuck your cause. Get the fuck out of my face before I get Kyle Rittenhouse over here and he'll kill another pedophile. And get away with it too. That's what I gotta say about the situation. Sorry to end on that dark note. But I tried to shed some light with the. Again the Howard students getting their win. 
congrats to them once again. But again, I had to let y'all know about this shit. That's just my thoughts. It's been another episode of the Ernest Thoughts Podcast with your host Ernest. So you love Ernest, same guy. Different name, timestamps in the description box below. Appreciate it if you listen to all the topics, but feel free to decipher which ones you want to listen to. But if you made it to the end, likely you just listened to this, but it's likely you listen to the other ones as well. I appreciate it. Hit the links in the description box below. Once again, Ernest Thoughts Podcast merch in the description box. Get yourself some, a t-shirt, a tank top. I'll be working on more stuff. Like I said, I'll be adding the tote bags, the mugs, especially since we're in the colder months. So you don't want the hot chocolate in that cup. You're going to want the tea. You're a coffee drinker. Get yourself an Ernest Thoughts podcast mug. Show off the merch. Hit the other links in the description box below that help support me, especially if you want to join the email list. It's a nice little surprise for those who will join the email list. It's an optional thing, but, you know, you've heard the ad for it. Check out the email list. Check out my book down there as well. Like I said, all the links. Until next time, until next episode, stay black if you are black. Stay beautiful. Black Lives Matter. LGBTQIA Lives Matter, not MAPS. The fuck out of here, pedals. The queer community that likes adults, or at least queer teens who like other queer teens, they matter. And those are the people that I fight for. Not y'all. Black trans women matter. Black trans men matter. Black women matter. Black men matter. And if you're not a Nazi or a pedophile, your life matters to me. And I'm out. Peace.